Hey listeners, it's Keith from Evertrue. Evertrue is the end-to-end solution for insight, outreach, and analytics for higher ed advancement and stewardship teams around the world. Recently, we launched Evertrue Studios, Advancement's very first media hub, where subscribers have access to over 100 hours of free, on-demand original series and podcasts, all created with fundraisers in mind. Check us out at evertrue.com backslash studios. I'm Kim Naoni, and this is Mentorship Matters, a podcast that examines the current and future landscape of fundraising leaders and the power of inclusive mentorship in advancement. Today, I'm honored to be joined by my friend Chantel Grumhouse, Senior Associate Dean of Development at the Keenan Flagler College of Business at the University of North Carolina. Welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Yes. How are things going in Carolina? It is very sunny. And we are enjoying summer to kind of regroup and get ready for the students to come back, which happens in about a week. So things are already starting to gear up and we're really excited to have them back on campus. That is great. We are excited to down here in the swamp. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a great fall. We're excited for football. So with that, let's just jump right into our conversation for the day about how mentorship fulfills a mentor. Now, you have been a mentor to many people throughout your career. You've helped folks realize their dreams and, and, and those kind of things that are really important in our field. So perhaps you can share with our audience, how did your journey begin as a mentor? Well, I'm so appreciative that you're asking me that question because it gives me the opportunity to kind of reflect on you know my many years as a mentor now, which as I started to think about it, didn't realize that it had been so many years. And and so really, I think it began back when I started running uh, in junior high and high school and was the captain of the cross country and track and field teams and, you know, started to see really talented runners um, who were coming up behind me and in years and take them under my wing and, and start to, you know, kind of utilize my position as captain to encourage them to um, get better at the sport and to kind of do the same with other team members. So it it was really a long time ago. And then that parlayed into my work with Girls on the Run. And so I started off uh, helping kind of jumpstart Girls on the Run of the Triangle, which was part of a larger organization and kind of knew the founder through the running community. And uh, that group is, you know, really serves to mentor eight to 12 year old girls. And so just had a wonderful experience um, working with girls on the run and then really kind of more formally started mentoring uh, people through, you know, management and leadership positions. And Mm -hmm. so that started, gosh, I guess about 11 or 12 years ago in New York City. Mm -hmm. and. you know, really realized that, especially as a working uh, female uh, professional, that there was a real opportunity to kind of show the way. And so, you know, that's kind of been my journey. And now I take a much more formal approach with mentorship and try to kind of seek out those opportunities, um, structure them a little more, but it really started very informally. Yeah, a lot of times, uh, you know, that's that's been my experience. You know, it's sort of you find yourself in this position, 
and somebody at times asks you, hey, help me figure out this part of my career, or I'm having a difficulty with my resume, let's start talking. And then you have a conversation, then before you know it, uh, it becomes that that former relationship. I, I didn't have a chance to become to be mentored or become one until you know, way past uh, halfway through my career, just because when I got started in advancement, uh, there wasn't really uh, a lot of people that I could look up to. I just kind of did things by accident. You know, I got one job and I said, well, I'm tired of this and I'll pursue another one. So I didn't have somebody to say, you know, that's probably not a good idea. Or, you know, you should probably not go to your boss and say, I need this or else. You know, those things that Having a mentor, I think, really helps. You know, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a it's it's a very fulfilling journey, as a, as as the title of our talk says. So, what what were some of the challenges that you encountered in becoming a mentor, and how does one navigate those kind of challenges? I would say the biggest challenge is imposter syndrome, because it does as we've just touched on, start more informally. And then all of a sudden you find yourself with increasing responsibility in a leadership role. And then, you know, people start to come to you more often and ask for advice. And, you know, I, I really have struggled with that a little bit in terms of, you know, am I going to give them good advice? Am I going to mentor them in a way that's you know, meaningful for them and, and helps further their careers. And, and so I think I've, I've struggled with that a little bit, but, you know, just continue to kind of push through it and recognize that, you know, I'm where I am for a reason. I've worked really hard and, and I've had mentors who have helped me along the way as well. So, but I would say I've suffered from a little bit of, of imposter syndrome along the way. And the other piece, I think that, can be challenging from time to time is being really unselfish about mentorship because oftentimes you'll have people on your own team who you know will come and ask you for career advice and I, I like to create teams that have very open dialogue around professional growth and so a lot of back and forth and really encourage um, the leaders on my team to do the same with their respective team members and but sometimes that can create challenges because you know someone may be ready for that next move and does it serve right. your organization best and so you're really trying to look through that unselfish lens and make sure that you're providing advice that ultimately benefits the mentee you know uh, that's a very important point to stress uh, oftentimes i've seen it where things kind of go in a cyclical uh way in that today somebody's your supervisor that's having that conflict where should i really invest in this person when they're going to leave the organization by what the heck I'm going to do it. And then you fast forward a decade later, uh, that supervisor is in a position where they need an opportunity to open up and guess who they're talking to. It's the mentor mentee that they were working <laughs> with year, years, uh, years ago. And I've actually had that uh, happen to me where uh, my early mentor who basically taught me everything that I know uh, and was really a superb guy, took a different detour out of the field of advancement because he felt that it was not, you know, meeting uh, his passion and his needs. And so in the end, he ended up, uh, you know, going to become a teacher 
but then he missed being an investment. So reached out to me and said, can you help me grow? Can you help me uh, find an opportunity to get back? And so the mentee is now helping the mentor. It's interesting how that happens. And that's just all about relationships. And you just never know um, how those are going to come back around. It's such an important thing to just have good, solid, honest relationships that way. Yeah. And you talked a little bit about imposter syndrome. Perhaps we can, we can unpack that a little. Because I mean, when I think about that, I think about, well, sometimes I find myself, I see, you know, J Jane Doe and they're very successful in what they're doing. And I want them to mentor me because I want to be like them. But then later on, I realized, you know what? I don't need to be like them. I need to be a better version of me. So my relationship with them is going to help me achieve that. What are your thoughts? I think that is such a great thing to consider. And you're right. I mean, that's one of the things, almost kind of leadership 101, you start to realize leadership comes in all forms and fashions. And so to recognize what your leadership style is, how your experiences create the leader that you are today, and then how other people you meet, whether it be mentors or other leaders, you know, how they can help you continue to grow. And so, yes, I, I think that that is really important. And I hope I'm not misusing the term imposter syndrome, but, um, but it, you know, it is it is funny to be in a place of leadership and to know that people are listening to what you're saying. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of um, responsibility that comes with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I really appreciate that perspective. So talk to me about how mentorship has fulfilled your 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 role as a mentor and as a leader in, in your organization. Well, I'm just going to tell you a quick story, if I can. Yes, that comes absolutely. To mind. So, absolutely. So when I, I've been in this job, I'm in my fourth year now, and I work with a wonderful dean, uh, Dean Doug Shackelford, who's head of the business school. And I, I think it was during our first review. So I started in April and we had a review and you know, it was probably June. So I had not been in the role very long. And, and he and he started off the review and he said, well, I've definitely figured you out. I said, oh, gosh. <laughs> What does that mean? And he said, <laughs> you are definitely a player coach. And, you know, I really appreciate it. He's such a good read of people, which makes him a great fundraiser. Yeah, but, that's awesome. um, <laughs> but, you know, I really appreciate that he pointed that out uh, so clearly because I kind of knew that about myself. But the fact that he could, you know, figure that out in about two months of, of me in the role um, made me realize that, you know, that that is what as much as fundraising success drives me in my profession, the mentorship piece or the coach piece, if you will, drives me equally as much. And so, you know, it. Um, I was able to, I think, kind of lean into that moving forward a little more than maybe I had in the past. And I find so much fulfillment uh, in, in mentoring because I kind of see it, you know, we're in, we're in nonprofit professions, most likely most of us, because we're very mission-driven uh, <laughs> people. And so I see mentorship as a way to kind of multiply the impact that we have. And so we, we are able to create impact through raising private support, you know, with bringing in philanthropic dollars to our institutions. But I think if you can be a mentor, 
to a lot of people, then you have an even larger multiplier effect or a more significant one uh, in, in the work that we do. And so that to me is the most gratifying. Absolutely. I mean, to me, as I think about it, if every one of us within organizations that we serve was to have that spirit of mentorship and be open to mentor people, even outside your orbit that reach out to you, then our field will be exponentially better because we'll have more people that will pay it forward and appreciate the fact that somebody that they don't know decided to invest in them. I really do believe in that. And it's, uh, it's, it, uh, it fulfills me as well. <laughs> yeah, I could not have said that better. That, that's exactly right. So uh, as we, uh, you know, we, we, we get to the, uh, to the next stage of our program here, what advice do you give for those who are embarking on a journey of mentoring someone in advancement or for those who aren't sure about whether or not I should invest time in somebody? Do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Um, <laughs> good Nike plug there. So, you know, I would say um, lead with listening. Because I think mentorship comes in so many, I think I said this before, so many forms and fashions. And so if you lead with listening, then you can kind of figure out what kind of mentor uh, they need you to be. And, and so I feel like that's really important. Um, also, you know, it, it is it is the most impactful thing that I do in my work. And so you know, just kind of lean into it and don't think that you have to be, you have to have a perfect construct for it, that you have to have a mapped out program. I mean, we did, we did a program through UNC this last year, which was wildly successful. And I think people just really appreciated having that kind of formality, but then there's so many opportunities to just in, informally mentor. Um, I would also suggest that look at who you've mentored in the past mm -hmm. and then mentor someone different, right? And yeah. so for me, it's easy to go to the working mom. That's an easy go-to for me yeah. because I'm a working mom. It's really hard. And um, I want to support every single working mom out there because I want to sustain the workforce and I want to be an inspiration to them and a support system for them. I mentored uh, a non-working male <laughs> colleague, and it was such a great experience because it took me saying, okay, who do I normally mentor? And let me just turn that around. You know, same with diversity, right? Yes. So meet someone who is different from you and mentor them if they're open to it, and you will learn so much from that process. That is a great point that I should also live by because, as you said, I'm very passionate about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and belonging, and, and really mentoring folks that are like me. And so it's it's a good point that you make to really think beyond you. I mean, who else that may look different but has a shared experience that uh, will be helped? by your mentorship. So it's a, it's a, it's a really, really uh, great point to make that I hope our listeners will pay attention to and, uh, and uh, put, put or embody as part of their, uh, their portfolio when they think about mentoring people. To me, uh, mentoring is a selfless act. 
you know, you're, you're, you're helping somebody unpack the best version of themselves that they can be, not to be you, but to be themselves. And so I could not think of a better uh, sort of uh, humbling experience than mentoring somebody. So that is so true. It can be very humbling, but extremely rewarding. Extremely rewarding. Well, there you have it, folks. I'm Kim Nioni. Thanks for tuning in to Mentorship Matters. See you soon.